the opening of Netanyahu's speech where he praised for about two and a half, three minutes uh, Barack Obama and how great he is and how he's been there for Israel and the relationship has never been closer, all that kind of stuff. Well, even the Democrats tend to just ignore that. I mean, they didn't, they, I, they didn't do what I would have done. I would have taken advantage of that. So really, we're anti-Semitic, we're anti-Israel? Huh. What did Netanyahu just say? Well, they don't want to bring any attention to it because the rest of the speech was pretty brutal about this deal that the administration is trying to work out with Iran. Uh, Bibi is not very pleased about that. And uh, here's part of his speech on uh, how this could lead to a nuclear tinderbox. This deal won't be a farewell to arms. It would be a farewell to arms control. And the Middle East would soon be crisscrossed by nuclear tripwires. A region where small skirmishes can trigger big wars would turn into a nuclear tinderbox. If anyone thinks, if anyone thinks this deal kicks the can down the road, think again. When we get down that road, we'll face a much more dangerous Iran, a Middle East littered with nuclear bombs, and a countdown to a potential nuclear nightmare. Now, if Iran threatens to walk away from the table, and this often happens in a Persian bazaar, call their bluff. They'll be back because they need the deal a lot more than you do. Hmm. Okay. So there's uh, some of what he had to say. Uh, for his part, the president, he wasn't even watching. He didn't care. He didn't care what the prime minister of Israel was saying. I didn't even, I didn't even watch. Read the transcript, didn't watch. Here's Obama on the speech. As far as I can tell, uh, there was nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, the prime minister, I think, appropriately pointed out uh, that the bond between the United States uh -huh. and America okay. yeah. is unbreakable. Mm -hmm. uh, and on that point, I thoroughly agree. Uh, he also pointed out that Iran has been a dangerous regime and continues to engage in uh, activities that are contrary to the interests of the United States, uh, to Israel, and to the region. Uh, and on that, we agree. But on the core issue, which is how do we prevent Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon, which would make it far more dangerous and would give it scope for even greater action in the region, uh -huh. uh, the Prime Minister didn't offer any viable alternatives. Okay. <clears throat> it was a little bit more overtly critical than uh, I expected, um, just because these are two world leaders. And, you know, while the president, uh, well, Netanyahu was certainly criticized policies, it was not... Uh, it was not aimed at Obama. Oh, oh my gosh. He was, he was extremely complimentary of Obama, and Obama takes a shot at him. I, of course. I, 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 he clearly hates Benjamin Netanyahu. He can't stand the guy. And I, I, I don't think he likes Israel. I, I, I don't think he does. And uh, I think he goes through the motions because he has to, because there's a huge Jewish population that he, he counts on having their votes. And he did have their votes in 2008 to the point of about 70% of them, 72%, something like that. I think it went down slightly in the last election, but it was still incredibly high. And so he must have their votes. He can't say, look, I, I don't care about Israel. Let them fall into the sea for all I care. Let it, Iran nuke them. He's not going to do that. Um, but I think boiling underneath, 
the surface, he couldn't care less about Israel. He doesn't care about any. He really can't stand Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu's a strong leader. Uh, he doesn't mince words. He, uh, I think he's fairly conservative. And I think that drives Obama out of his mind. For her part, uh, Nancy Pelosi said she was near tears mm. throughout the Netanyahu speech. She was near tears. Her, uh, she said the unbreakable bonds between the United States and Israel are rooted in our shared values, our common ideals and mutual interests. Ours is a deep and abiding friendship that will always reach beyond party. Americans stand shoulder to shoulder with the Israeli people. The state of Israel stands as the greatest political achievement of the 20th century. And the United States will always have an unshakable commitment to Israel's security. That is why, as one who shares, who values the U.S.-Israeli uh, relationship and loves Israel, I was near tears oh, no. throughout the prime minister's speech, saddened by the insult to the intelligence of the United States as part of the P5 plus one nations. Mm. The P5 that's plus the most, one nations. Uh, that's the group that's, I always turn to. It's the thing I'm most proud about, of in U.S. history. The P5 plus one. Is that we are in the P5 plus yeah. one nations. Yeah. Whenever uh, you now, talk about the country in a, in a proud way, mm -hmm. Isn't that, you know, as part of a P5 plus one nation, mm -hmm. I, I love this country. Um, and by the way, uh, are we the plus one or are we the f in the five? Uh, we're, the P we're the P5. And, and why wouldn't it just be the P6? Why is it the because P5 I think one? the plus one changes. And just uh, to fill in, uh, Jeffy, five plus one is six. So that's why I said P6. Mm -hmm. um, it used mm -hmm. to be six instead of the P5 plus one. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy to help whenever we possibly can. But uh, as part of the P5 plus one nation of America, I, uh, I myself, I, I wept as well. Is it true I that wept. the initial draft of the Star Spangled Banner mentioned that we were in P5. the P5 plus one nations? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, beautiful. Four, Four spacious sky. Four amber the... waves of grain. Oh, yeah, something else. Four P5 plus one nations. Above the fruited <laughs> plain. I believe that was it. The UN, the UN. I'm really proud to belong 